if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is the female solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zastrutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Jean Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Asen Wasafen. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all. rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self, self-care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guest by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, Grand Rising, everybody, and welcome to uh, the Susan Essentials Self-Cell Care uh, Podcast hosted by The Female Solution. Um, we are so grateful to have you here, and today I have uh, a really 
you know, enlightened uh, friend of mine on the show. Her name is Kit Busby. Uh, um, her company name is River of Consciousness. And uh, she's a young in age uh, uh, woman, right? Who is wise beyond her years. So I think she's like 21 and she's going on 105. So, um, you know, it's becoming actually a little bit more prevalent that I'm meeting these very, very young people who I feel are very old souls who have a lot to teach us, um, you know, teach the community about, you know, how we can look at uh, our lives, how we can perhaps perhaps look at them differently to have more peace, joy, and happiness, and most importantly, harmony, right? And um, because nothing in life is ever perfect. And so the question is, how can we harmonize, not fix, but harmonize a situation and uh, that we're in? And so um, without further ado, let me uh, bring online, and then get this here. There we go. Kit Busby. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you are an intuitive, right? Yeah. And you have the ability uh, not really with training, though, right? Like me? <laughs> yeah. And also, I wanted to correct you. Yeah, 22. Just turned 22. A little bit older. Oh, now. forgive me. And it's a, that's an angel number. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So happy birthday. That's right. My, my Gemini girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So, um, and thank you for the correction. Yeah. yeah no, sorry. So, um, I'm still sending out invitations. So I'm looking over this way for anybody who's uh, on the show watching. Um, we're, we're inviting people to the show. Please invite them, um, you know, yourself as well. Yes. Uh, ah, and good morning, Teddy. Good morning. Uh, I love you. Uh, thank you for being here, Teddy. We're so grateful. Um, you know, uh, Teddy is, uh, such a bright light. Um, she's a, a warrior woman who, uh, who I met decades ago, actually, <laughs> So it's nice to stay connected with family. Um, so anyway, when did you first, before we get into the topic, um, when did we, when did you first, sorry, I'm having technology issues. Hold on. The technology is not the issue. It's the technology user. Uh <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> I'm so glad that the way you have this set up, it's so user friendly. <laughs> like I was like, hey, I can't even take responsibility. That's StreamYard. We love StreamYard, right? So um, yeah, they they. So if you're watching the show, you can watch on YouTube, LinkedIn, and uh, Facebook. You can also call into Blog Talk uh, at five one five six zero five nine three two five, and then of course I also have Podbean. And if you want to get on my distribution list, um, just uh, text me at 847-738-0242 and say, hey, this is, state your name, and uh, please put me on your distribution list so I can get a notification in the morning or evening, depending on how that my day works, 
or you can also subscribe to YouTube, right? And if you subscribe to YouTube, you will get a notification when this show goes live. So um, cool beans. Everybody answer yes. We got three people watching just on YouTube. Yay. Um, so like me, right? No training, right? As far as intuitive training. Like it's not really formal. I mean, we've no, had some coaching. It's but. weird. Like I, even being introduced to this like whole aspect of life, like um, there is like the formal aspect of it, but I feel like that goes down to the individual where like there's people who need like that routine and like, like give me a book to study. And mm -hmm. then there's people who are just more in, I guess. In tune. Yeah. Well, I would say I, yeah, not even in tune, just aware because you can be in tune and gravitate towards that way of learning. But if you're more aware, you'll realize that that learning is within like, every aspect of your life if you take the lessons as they are totally agree you know kit i'm so glad we're mentioning this because um it just occurred to me like i had to go to grad school right there i have a young man two young men brother two brothers that do some work for me um, in the garden, right? They, they started their own landscaping business mm -hmm. and he was considering going to college and he was like, I don't really think that I need it. I'm like, don't think you need it either. You got a business, you're making good money. Um, so when I was young, I was, uh, I was ill. So I didn't really retain what I learned in grade school, high school. Right. Yeah. By the time I got to college and I'm starting to reclaim my health and then I went to grad school, I needed those two schoolings because I was in present for the rest, for the earlier education. So, you know, um, it's kind of like that. Like there's a lot of people that don't need business training. They learn from their parents. Experience, life, everything like and and when it comes to like that kind of like literal knowledge, we technically have access to like a lot of knowledge just by like, like, you know, the term river of consciousness by the energy that connects us all. But you can also, that's like what's so cool about books and learning and everything. Like you can learn and expand your brain as much as you want to without needing a degree. You just go to the library, read what you want to talk to who the you internet. Find great exactly. sources. The internet is amazing. Like you can educate yourself on whatever you would like to in a literal sense and also a spiritual sense. And it can be like literally picking up a book or walking outside. Like, but we have access to it all. If you just take the time to access it, but that's like a personal choice. Like people have to want that for themselves. You can't like, I know for me, like when I was a kid, people trying to shove books in my face, I wasn't going to have it, but like I'd go to the library and check out 10 books on my own about different things that interested me. You know, it's a, it's, you got to want it for yourself. You weren't a fan of people putting their expectations about what you were supposed to learn on you. Yeah. I was like, no, right. I'm doing my way, my way or the highway. Right. <laughs> and, and that's good because you know, you know, your own self. Yeah. So tell me, you know, uh, the river of consciousness, can you expand? What does that mean? So for me, when I started getting into like really being like, okay, so I have this intuitive side, whatever that means, what does that look like? When it really started coming through, um, 
there's a lot of things that we can't quantify in our brain. It doesn't make sense. Like we can't quantify or put a proper image to infinity. Right. And thinking about the concept of how in an energetic sense, we're all one in existence, including like the air next to us. Like we're all touching. We're all the same material energetic material at the end of the day and the way that it came through to me in an image that my brain could comprehend a little bit better was a river and when you take that river and you apply it that kind of ideology to a lot of things in life lessons it flows really well so like the term of like letting go letting what flows what's meant to flow with you flow with you but if you're clinging onto the riverbed because you're scared to flow with the river then you're not going to get the things they're going to flow right past you or you you can be flowing and then all of a sudden get caught on a branch you know and you have to wait for either a storm to come and like wash you away and blow your life up right Mm -hmm. so you can get flowing with the river again or you got to work your way out of that stick on your own you know like it, it the the term the river of consciousness i feel like helps like i said put it into a more understandable image to tap into so like i would imagine i wouldn't even imagine like the image came through so clearly of like when i was like tapping in like i would be at the side at the bank of a river and like cupping my hands in the river and then like all the information would like flow or like i could touch the river and like all the information would flow now the the image doesn't come like it doesn't have to be like an image and then i get the information now it's like easier to just like it's like muscle memory but yes it yeah, is before, like before that's what that's the image that like was an anchor for me to just i think channel the information through because there's a lot because we're connected to a lot you know yeah yeah and i love the concept of the river of consciousness and if you do try to fight the tide if you're in a yeah you're just gonna get pushed back like what <laughs> like so why are you pushing against the current reality like understand what the message is, go with the flow, because sometimes you're getting tugged just to get the message. Spirit works in, in a very, a very special. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, one thing that's interesting about that too, though, is like, I've also noticed though, within life, there is a beauty in getting trapped in those banks because in those banks, there's little pools with, with, you know, crawfish and little tadpoles and like moss and it's calm and it's beautiful and you know what you can live your life in that like that's like falling in love living in like a home and and like building a foundation and stuff like that like you can fall in love with that too like everybody's different everybody's on a different path at different times so like that also applies to like the river. You know what I mean? Like you'll find those little beautiful pools when you're walking next to the river and you're like, God, that's gorgeous too. But then you look at the river flowing. You're like, but God, that's gorgeous too. Like you can fall in love with the mundane too. There's no right or wrong. But I remember for a long time, I was like terrified of that. But then I would like look at like my friend's parents or like seeing people really happy doing like the simplest things. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that's another beautiful path too. Like there's no yeah, so, uh, the simplicity of life has really caught me um, and taken me. And, um, you know, gosh, when I was your age, 
I was going out, right? And with my, my friends to concerts and bars. And it wasn't like I was ever a really big bar person. And I didn't drink and I didn't smoke. So, right? Uh, honestly, thinking back, I don't really know what I was doing there. Uh, <laughs> Just happy to be here. Well, you know, fit trying to fit in. Oh, right? well, yeah. God, this, I'm sorry. This one little hair in my back is curling up. <laughs> Well, and mine's going all over, but that's okay. You know, we're not here for our here. Exactly. So, um, and so, you know, now um, for me, the more time I have to connect with nature yes. is what lights me up. We're, um, we, my husband and I are working the backyard and we found this energy portal in the backyard where we're going to create this labyrinth. Oh, yeah. Using different stones and everything, too? Uh-huh. We're bringing a bunch of healers in to help us create that labyrinth. You should, uh -huh, you should because, use golden healer go stones, like golden healer stones, because it's everywhere in Georgia. You could walk down to one of the rivers and just go rock collecting. Golden healer stones. Yeah, it's also known I as hematoidal quartz. And basically, okay, you're, you're throwing your, oh, look at this. I'm looking at them. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up so everybody can see what they look it's, like. It's the stone for healers as well. Because um, what it does is it uh, amplifies your energy, but also um, replenishes it and heals it. Um, and it does that by also the hematite in it takes away negativity. So like in the, you have a lot of hematoidal deposits in a lot of different crystals hematite can be a bunch of different colors moss agate technically is has hematite in it but it's obviously a completely different color scheme but this is basically quartz and hematite and you get that yeah, red and yellow here, color right. so this the, the 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 golden healer quartz is more of the yellow yellower ones because you get like a, a range between yellow orange and red but uh -huh. yellow is the, like the golden healer and then like the red orange ones are technically labeled as hematoidal quartz but now can you find this in one of the rivers also oh, yeah it's everywhere and the river of consciousness comes right oh. in <laughs> exactly no exactly full circle mm-hmm so circle. so talk so you understand um so wait we've got people talking here uh, Naima Latif, our executive producer, says, Grand Rising, beautiful bright lights. I'm looking forward to hearing unique insights from this youthful old soul. Thank you. Thank you, Naima. She is really um, very wise. Um, and she also says, I love that river analogy. She says, when we're following our true life path, things flow exactly. smoothly. So many of us are trying to swim upstream. That's why our lives are so difficult. We need to go with the flow. Oh, mm -hmm. awesome. do you want to add to that? That she nail on the head, you know, like it's and and, and what I've discovered with that idea is like no matter what situation I'm in, it always applies. Like I have not found a situation where it does not apply where I can't be like, oh, goofy me, like I'm caught up in some reeds right now, you know, like it I it helps bring understanding when we're in difficult situations and, and empathy and compassion for yourself, because it's like, 
It's just the flow of life. You know, sometimes you get stuck, but there's ways out of it. Even if you can't get out of it yourself, wait for a storm and you'll get washed out. Don't worry. I mean, it'll be chaos, but. But yeah, it doesn't chaos. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of chaos, but here's what I came to about chaos. Chaos um, is an opportunity to resolve triggers, um, past issues, mm -hmm. this lifetime, past lifetimes. And chaos allows us to bring harmony um, to an otherwise, look, we live in chaos, right? Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. I was always begging for peace. So I'm going to share a story. Hold on. I'm going to stop the screen mm -hmm. share. So I've always been like really manifesting peace. And I have a place of peace that, you know, that I offer at my home or my home office, which by the way, I should announce my office uh, effective today is now open for business. I am in Marietta, Georgia. Um, it is probably the nicest, most beautiful, more, most serene experience that you can have um, outside of just going and sitting in a mountain yourself. Okay. <laughs> Oh, which, by the way, when you said that earlier about like, oh, it's so much better for you to be outside. If you look at it scientifically, too, like it's literally more oxygen, like you're doing good for your body by being outside. Like, I think it's so weird that we live in a day of age where it's like, go spend time outside. It's good for you. Girl, we like we developed outside. Like, obviously, it's good for you. <laughs> like, it's it's meant for you. Like, you were supposed to live out there. We're not supposed to live in here. There's the concept of wilderness, but wilderness is the natural habitat. We uh, coined that to make it the wilderness, but it's not. Like, I mean, obviously, it's wild, but like, we're technically wild. <laughs> oh, so but I couldn't agree with you more. So we have this, as you know, you've been here. We have our new home, right? Yes. And there's two enclosed porches, right? And so that means that they're screened in porches, which means you, you're basically, you have covering, but you're more exposed to the outside. And our home is surrounded by like 80 to 100 foot trees, right? I mean, they're, they're it's, huge. It's, it's really nice. It's like, it's, I almost want to say it's like protected or nestled. Well, so the young men that came here was work. I'm, I'm replying to that. Yeah. So the young men that came here yesterday, I said, hey, we want to work on this, you know, work on the backyard up until we'll, where it drops. And there's like a place in the backyard which just kind of drops off and we're going to leave the ivy. And this was to pull the ivy and, you know, like there's some smaller trees that we're pulling out, right? Well, they, I didn't tell them where to start you know, and they immediately went to where the labyrinth is going to be because the energy is good, right? The energy is beautiful. And I didn't decide to put a labyrinth there because, oh, that's, we should do a labyrinth. I was called by nature to put it there. They're like, to honor oh, the space, to honor the space, right? And so I said to him, I said, um, his, his name is Michael. Um, that's Michael and John who are helping us. Archangel Michael. Oh, download. Yeah. <sighs> mm. So I said, stand here, right? And I go, 
Do you feel, I go, now move over here, which is like a foot. I go, do you feel different? He's like, I think so. Goes back, comes back again. Uh, yeah. And so we have to, so here's a young man who's very conscious of the energy around him, right? Mm-hmm. How you're gonna get a mixture of people with that. What what's that? You're gonna get a mixture of people with that, just like who are like naturally more sensitive. Yeah. I noticed so, that yesterday actually. I was I was giving readings for my neighbors and my partner held like selenite in front of one and the other. And one both of them are like not spiritual at all. Mm-hmm. And one was like, Oh my god. Like I felt like and the other one was like, no, I didn't feel anything. And then when I was also just like channeling for them, I could feel what was even more interesting is the one who didn't really feel anything was more centered around his lower chakras and and like and like more working with his lower chakras. And the one who did was more working with his higher chakras. Well, right. And so the question is, do you feel like you're aware? This is going out to people who are watching. We'd like you mm-hmm. to comment. Do you feel? Like you're aware of the river of energy around you, right? So do you feel energy when you walk in to a room? Do you feel the different energy there versus going outside? Yeah. The truth is we really do, but we just interpret it wrong and we doubt ourselves and we label it as different things. Like we really do. It's so crazy. I, I'll like listen to my friends and something like mm, bad vibes or like they'll they'll be like, I don't know what it was. That guy made me uncomfortable or like just like really like things that they disregard as like them picking up energy, like them feeling things within themselves that are not verbalized, that are not executed, that like, but they're like, mm, mm. but mm-hmm. they just dismiss it. They're like, whatever, like silly, goofy, like whatever, but it's not, it's we're literally energetic beings we can pick up energy we just dismiss it and label it as like whatever so like even if people don't recognize that it's a river of energy like they're picking it up even if they're not recognized like you could tell them and be like you literally just like interpreted that and they're like like, they don't want to believe it right and so um so i'm curious for those people um that you know, I'm curious for those people who are um, listening, right? What what are some what things that, that, that you yeah, pick up that, on? Yeah, what does that look that, like for you? That, that really stand out to you that you're like, oh, well, that is energy, I guess, you know, not realizing it. Well, I'd like to bring some discernment around, right, to the energy, like, like what does that really look like for you? Right. And so um, I would love to hear some things from our trying to uh, do a copy paste here while someone needs a a link to the show to listen in. Um, But I would love to hear from people about what that looks like. Right. So that, you know, we can support uh, call into the show, right? Um, and we've got Kwame Sunhorse texting me, but Kwame, we're online. Why don't you join us on the show, Dolly? <laughs> so, um, so what do what does that feel like to you? Who, who like Teddy Naima? What does it feel like? How do you ha- do you have discernment around the energy? 
What do you do with it? Do you know how to clear it uh, when you're when it's around you? Um, or do you just sit in the muck or do you sit in the bliss? You know, like that. Like, you know, like, what does that look like for you? So, so what do you do? Do you clear energy when you're an icky energy? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like, I like to try and process as much as I can. But mm -hmm. every once in a while, you know, like, especially working at the shop, like, sometimes people really project onto you and they really are like, here, take this without even intentionally. They don't mean to, but they can't process what they're processing. And so they like, literally, it feels like they just like throw it on you. And then you're walking around throughout the day. I think the biggest lesson for me though, was like really recognizing how empathetic I am and how much I do pick up that isn't mine. And so the more I started discerning what is mine and what isn't, the more I'm able to just not necessarily cleanse, but, just let it go because with every thing that is projected onto me, I have to think that there's a lesson within that for myself. Like there's a reason why that I'm having to process for this person, which I don't even necessarily have to process, but there's a reason why I am now having to make myself let this go because there's a reason why I also picked it up. You know, there was a receiving end on me. Does that make any sense? Makes complete sense. Cause we, I was, I've been dealing with that. So is the energy yours? And I think what we should do today is teach people to ask that question. Mm -hmm. I, it's all that to teach people how to access source energy today. Um, I taught somebody, um, we have a caller coming in, so mm -hmm. we want to answer that call. It's a uh, 706-202. We'll bring you on in just a minute. But, um, and after we take the call, I'm going to teach you how to access source energy using your body as a pendulum. Okay. And then I'm going to teach people how to determine if the energy based on accessing source energy, how to determine, like Kit said, is the energy yours? Yeah. Recentering. So what's that? Recentering yourself. Like it's also a practice in recentering yourself. Yeah. Recentering, putting up those boundaries. So I was, I had this pain in my Achilles heel since March 28th. I rolled over my big toe and for a little bit, that was my energy. And then I realized it was my brother's torn Achilles heel. <laughs> Not my energy. Mm -mm. Nope. But like, that's what's crazy is like, if you pause there mm -hmm. and you tried to explain that to somebody who didn't really comprehend energy work and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. But then you explain to them, oh, well, neuroscientists just proved, well, not just, this is like known. Neuroscience proves that like, we can feel horrific amounts of pain out of empathy for people that we care about. And pick up their pain that that's like known like it i couldn't give you like a pinpointed source right now off the top of my head but like that's like a, a known thing in the um why am i blanking i'm tech i'm i'm looking up neuroscience proves that we can feel pain be uh feel others because pain. We feel for other people's pain, pain. Others, right because of empathy 
Mm -hmm. I'm looking for that. A new study from the Netherlands Institute of Neuroscience recorded the neurons of human patients to show that the pain of others is directly mapped onto neurons in the insula brain region critical for our own emotions. Sharing the distress of others is considered key to empathy and motivation to help others. Um, It's more of like the empathy causes you to, to like literally hurt for the other person. Yeah. And like a lot of the emotional empathy too, we register as physical pain, physical uncomfortability. So it makes sense for physical injuries, especially somebody that we really care about to be picked up as well. Yeah, pain empathy is a multi-component process that includes a vicarious sharing of pain, but may also evoke emotional arousal and negative effect. It's pain. Well, I, okay, because, and, and energetically, I would say that ties into boundaries, right? Can we be empathetic and not give our energetic power away and suffer while someone else is suffering. Just because someone suff- is suffering, we can support, but do we really need to ex- um, extend that etheric field or break the etheric field to feel someone else's pain? Do we have yeah. to do that? It's um, right. It's not doing you any justice and it's not doing them any justice. It's just enabling them and it also enables yeah, it them, you. no 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. not enabling disabling no right facts it enables the disabling yeah 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 yes and right so vieta says i had pain in my left knee suddenly last week thought about feminine energy i might be receiving um right Oh, right. yeah. And, and women really pick up on each other's stuff. They were suffering with pain. So I had to get let go of my worry and their pain. As females, oh, wow. we pick up on each other's pain a lot. I mean, we, we sync up on each other's cycles. Like, it's beautiful, but also, like, being aware of it saves you a lot of pain and worry. Because also, separating and creating those boundaries isn't selfish or. It doesn't separate you from those people. It will connect you to those people better because you'll be able to help them from a better place. He, uh, yeah, and, and yes. codependency. Yeah, empathy yeah. is a powerful tool, but dangerous codependency. I totally agree, Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for showing up. And Vieta, thank you for piping in and showing up. We we love you. Um, we need to stand on our own and work in community. Mm-hmm. It's a balance. That's the it's harmonization. Balance. Yeah, the harmonization. Let me bring on this caller, 706-202. Go ahead and give us your name, where you're calling from, and what's your question and or contribution. So we'll go there. And then I've already missed the first commercial, but we'll, we'll do okay. that afterwards. <laughs> so good morning. And you're what? Grand Rising. I know you're not mourning. It's just an old habit, Dolly. I'm not mourning. I'm greeting you. And, you know, interesting topic that you're speaking on. Have you knowledge of uh, electromagnetic hygiene? Oh, well, not as hygiene, but I I, I help. Well, I, I think, yes, I haven't used that term. But why don't you share with us your take on it? 
Hold on. Uh, I don't want anybody to miss this because I think it's too important. No, it's literally he's explaining all the science behind what we label as just like energy and blah, 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 because it's like more like understandable. But he's like explaining like the the, the science and the spirituality where it merges. And it's well, I wanted I want him to explain a little bit more about. So yeah. go back to that iceberg if you or the can you go back to the, the ice melting for us, please, and expand a little bit. mean wait wait pa pause on that because i want people to have a better understanding of that so we're moving from carbon based to spiritual based is that what you said from 
water to a sacred geometry of a receiver and transmitter. The whole God, love world is on an ascension right now. He's exactly right. That's why earlier when you were saying like you're noticing there's a lot of young kids that are coming out and just being they just have access to knowledge that they shouldn't have and where that comes from is like um if this resonates with you there's a lot of guides that are coming down right now because earth is going through such a crazy ascension and everything he's saying is like a hundred percent like it's it it falls under that it, it all connects like we're also shifting into the age of aquarius which is where spirituality and science merges and we're coming out of the age of pisces of self-sacrifice and everything like that it's like you just put it perfectly i wouldn't i wouldn't i don't even want to add anything else like that was chef's kiss <laughs> kwame you should see kit like light up and send you love do you feel yeah, that you put it so perfectly do you feel that love kwame When you put it in the mirror, it says, know if you love. And that's what we're doing. Because there's only two energy forces, really. It's fear and love. Mm -hmm. And when we understand that love overpowers fear, mm -hmm. we eliminate the, the lack of being able to be in oneness with all. So this is what we're <clears throat> on this new stage of evolution. And, you know, you're, you're divinely in order. And... <clears throat> What we're doing is that we're, and I, what I sent you was, do trees communicate? Because we're connected to the wood wide web. Oh, honey, the answer is yes to that. <laughs> well, you want to you hear, you want to hear a twist on that, on the, on the, on the love over power sphere? Yeah, one second. Oh, sorry, I can't, I couldn't hear him. That which helps us to create who we are and being to become the greater of the intelligence. It's not artificial, it is real. It's divine intelligence that now man is attempting to create an artificial. And what you're looking at is, there's nothing greater than the divine intelligence in what, which we live on. This planet is divine intelligence. All the computers that we create cannot hold the knowledge that this planet has and it communicates. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Make them try to understand it. Yeah, I totally agree. And let me um, let me back up to the um, the original question about electromagnetic energy and the hygiene. Uh, and thank you for the definition. And then, Kit, we're going to come back to you. Um, so the so what I one of the things that I do for people is I show them how to take chaotic energy that's in their home, which comes from, you know, people who choose to have microwaves. It comes from your smart meters. It comes from your fuse box. It comes from your hair dryer, your baby monitors. And I take that energy using some technology based earth, earth uh, technology yeah. and harmonize it. Right. So uh, that we, because I am a, a Kwame, as you or probably already know, I'm a walking, breathing antenna um, on, uh, for lack of a better word, on steroids. Uh, <laughs> but um, but it's good. Oh, it's really good because uh, it's good. It's it's good, and it's a struggle sometimes 
because I can feel everything. And then I lack uh, from time to time the boundary. Pardon me. You feel it all, but don't have um, the energy to like process or release it. Well, and which is why I want to teach people today how to um, harmonize that energy, release the energy, determine if the energy is theirs. Is it for their highest good? Hopefully we'll do that today. (laughs) So, and then go ahead, Kate, you were going to add to what Kwame was saying. Well, yeah, I think it's a tricky idea that the, um, the fear or love overcomes fear because, and this goes into like the whole yin and yang and everything because one cannot exist without the other. So is one technically inherently bad if one creates the other and one creates space for the other? Like, so what you really, in my opinion, what you really want to do is walk hand in hand with the fear and the love because the fear creates opportunity to be brave and have love. So you have to appreciate it and you have to love it and you have to work with it and not... And and you're so often taught, like, don't be scared. But then you hear um, really brave people. It's like a common phrase, like, no. The fear, you need the fear. If you weren't scared, you want to be worried. You know, like, you want the fear. But the question is if you're going to be brave. If Are you going to be brave and courageous? Are you you going to work with it? Like I've been afraid to get into the car and drive because I had broken my wrist and I didn't know if it was strong enough. So I decided, well, okay, there's always a workaround. What if you only had one hand to begin with? Right. So I got in the car and I drove and I did my thing. And, you know, I, I let my faith in God and trusting in God and trusting in myself and my body and the universe uh, to overcome my fear of getting into the car with one, you know, one good hand. So, um, so I also want to go back to Kwame for a moment, Kwame. Um, so you're saying that the ice, the water holds a cellular memory, correct? Kwame, are you still with us, honey? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm muted, but yeah, your, your water holds memory and consciousness. Right. And so. Dr. Emoto showed us that in the frequency of the energy that water holds, when you freeze it into a solid, it shows the formation of what energy is inside of that water. You can see the, the crystal, the, the, the molecular structure. Show a perfect six-sided crystal, a snowflake. And itself shows you that the, the energy forms perfect sacred geometry when there's a, a frequency of hate or fear then the frequency changes how that water forms its pattern so what we're looking at we are 70 percent water such as this planet and what we're overstanding is is that frequencies that are now given to us in our galaxy through our planetary alignment and standing upon this earth when this is why they insulated the frequency by creating gym shoes they put down asphalt concrete and they put you in boxes so you're trapped in these frequencies when you're divinely given frequencies of of consciousness cosmic consciousness if we're able to 
know that when we go back in nature, which frequency is 432, we are connected with the earth frequency, which is the human frequency, with 7.82. The human body is 7.25, 7.2 to 7.5. So when we balance these frequencies, we have to understand even love is is what is it five three two five so actually five twenty eight five five twenty eight is love and harmony is four thirty two yeah right and the lowest frequency is shame twenty and so what we're looking at is how how do how do we connect with our higher frequency because what we're right now doing is in this alignment Saturday. Saturn is, is, is getting ready to go retrograde in Pisces. And we're ending this Pisces era moving into the Aquarian era, which is the water bearing, which is bearing consciousness. Water is consciousness and memory. That's why we're sharing about the ice melting is because we're moving into this and the energy that's causing these ice caps and things to, to recede and melt is because we're needing that pureness of what was frozen a million years. Which is where I wanted you to go. The pureness is in that water that's now melting. That's that's the frequency that's being released into our environment, which hopefully, you know, um, drives people to desire more of that frequency, right? Like attracts like. But you have, yes, and you're looking at where the fire is burning. The trees that hold the memory and the, and the trees that are the antennas, they're burning them in, in certain locations because you look at that which is Canada, it is closest to the, to the north of the Arctic. Now that frequency has been burnt away, and now we're, we're looking at what is going to evolve from all of those millions of acres of, of plant life that has been destroyed by fire because fire does what? It releases negative ions, the same as a waterfall, same as rivers flowing, same as standing on a beach. It releases those ions, which turns into a plasma, which gets into our atmosphere. This is why the smoke travels so, because it does not know any borders. Right. So you are you saying, can I ask, I need to ask you a question. So regarding the fire, it releases negative ions. And for people who don't know, we negative ions are good, right? It also creates fertile soil. Like I'm from California. So like forest fires are very like big in my life, but it's like, it creates so much damage, but it's, it's, there's a song called like, I need a forest fire. And sometimes you have to burn it all down. And that's like why these waters are melting, why these trees are burning. Like it all, we have to get it all on the table and purge. Like we have to get it all out so that we can all ascend. Like there's a, like, that's why all these things are happening. So we can make choices or not make choices that are going to get us to that ascended timeline, you know? So either you're going to stay or you're not like by making the choices that become that, that you have to make once these, these things are blown up in your face, you know, once that energy is blowing up in your face. Yeah. But it's necessary. Like it's all predated. Like there's a, like he just said, like new age of Aquarius, like this is all meant to happen. We were meant to lose ourselves so we could find ourselves. We were meant to lose the consciousness so we could go through this transition. That's also why all these guides are all wanting to come to earth right now. And why have all these young old people because 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of what I'll call ascended masters have come down to exactly. support this. I know mm -hmm. several of them, and um, they're here to uh, guide uh, people who need that guidance, mm -hmm. right? Exactly, uh, because it, no I, matter what, we're going to be ascending. My body, I just went freezing. No matter what, we're going to be ascending, right? So. Right. It's like all the guides are wanting to help as much as possible, but we've been recycling down here for a minute to get like everybody going, right? Yeah. Get us all going. But I, yeah. Wow. But now we're actually like, like this is the moment. That's why for a lot of people, things are really hard right now because this is a death and rebirth, which means that there is a lot of death. Like, and that can be literal death or death of, your old life so you can step into your new one and that can be a lot of chaotic really crazy traumatic things that happen like losing your housing losing your partner like getting hurt like crazy stuff but you need it you need it just like all the craziness in the world it's so that we can come together and be like no we don't want this you know what i'm saying well, it gives us an opportunity to choose go ahead yeah go ahead tommy colonized on this planet by beings and, and resources that were attempting to keep control of the human being and allow them to have access to the, the bodies of humans to utilize the mineral resources because economically, any economics begins first with the earth and all the resources and material that comes from the earth. There has to be a labor force in which to extract these, these types of energies that come from the earth. Okay. And what we're seeing now is that we're moving into what we are the ones we've been waiting for. This is why you see so much independence now and not people looking for a JLB, but they are the JLB because you are the one you've been waiting for. <laughs> exactly. Kids going crazy. He's like, yes, 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 yes. So I, I, I have to, I, I got to pipe in here because this is crazy. It doesn't seem like it's connected. Trust me. Listen to this. It's connected. Okay. So you're talking about the minerals and you know, and the and the and the labor force. First of all, Kwame, what you can't see is Vieta said Vieta Robinson, our our host from uh, Friday and Sunday. She says, yes, we are in labor. Okay. Now, I want to talk to everybody about my backyard. Why? We had an ant invasion in the backyard. Not like any ant invasion. I mean like a, a million military ants like invading our backyard. And I was kind of in an upset. I was getting bit by these red ants. And so Spirit told me, well, put down salt. So I have all this Himalayan sea salt. So I'm putting down all this Himalayan sea salt. And, um, and I know that that Himalayan, I had a lot of it because I'm trying to get rid of some of these weeds. And, and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to get rid of the ants too. Yay. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. So you know what these ants were doing, Kwame? Kit? All of a sudden, I see they're picking up the salt and they're marching, right, around with my salt. And I'm like, what are you doing with my salt? They're supposed to get rid of you. They're like a woman. No. You know what ants do? They irrigate, they irrigate your land. They irrigate the soil. So they're taking the salt and they're remineralizing my soil. 
So I'm glad I listened to God. I didn't quite get it, but I get it now. <laughs> Go ahead. What you said is my, and the thing is, is that we are related to every being that's on the earth. I know. What we began to understand is that we have to work in balance. We, we once upon a time had that balance, and this is why I said the colonization, and being able to say that you have to be this and you have to destroy this, but this is why we come full circle in decolonizing that which has been used to distract us or to make us not dependent. That's why it's called nature deficit disorder or ascension disorder because we are not in order. There's an order to the earth. There's an order to the universe. There's an order to the cosmos. And all of it has its own laws in which we do because man created law, which is not harmonizing with the natural law. Oh, not even close. Well, the natural law is chaos, right? So that brings organization to the chaos. But the problem is humanity, we tried to, to, we weren't as evolved yet. So we tried to like make things make sense. But by doing that, we made things not make sense. We made things more complicated by, by trying to label everything instead of just letting it exist. Like um, it's kind of like Christianity where it's like a lot of the issues with it, where it originated with like Jesus and everything. Jesus was preaching all the things that most of us talk about. A lot of us spiritual people talk about right now. Right. But the problem is a lot of people took it really, really literally. Like they're like, because, you know, God is within you. God is with me because we are God and I am God and you are God. We're all God because God is the universe. Right. Right. And yes. So yes. And yes. That, and then everybody's like, oh, so you're the son of God. You're the son of God. And I have to listen to everything you say. But that's just because people were taking it so literally because that's what they could understand at the time. But what it did is it set us on a trajectory of, of a better path and an overall consciousness. But that's why we're shifting now even more because it's still not like because then people are still taking it too literally. We're still looking at things as like too much at at you have to look beyond what you see, if that makes any sense. With Well, yeah, I mean, so like the other day when I was feeling my the Achilles heel pain, it wasn't my pain beyond the pain and beyond the fact that my etheric field was broke was what's the message well one i have to keep my boundaries i can empathize but not have to take on people's burdens right and so that's the message that i was uh called to understand or you know overstand as kwame says and um <clears throat> yeah brilliant right he is brilliant uh <laughs> <coughs> to really overstand that I can empathize, but not have to take on and carry the burden of every person that I see. Love unconditionally without giving energy. You can love because at the end of the day, I, I remember growing up, this was a weird thing. Seeing people who were like considered not good people or whatever. Like I, I'm, I don't know why I'm just like, well, when we're born, we're not born bad people. So there is there inherently bad people. So isn't everybody technically worthy of love like no matter what their social standing no matter who they are like everybody's worthy of it but the problem with that though is I took it too literally and I was like going out of my way for everyone because I thought everybody deserved it even crummy people but the but that's without boundaries right so 
having boundaries though creates the loving every everybody unconditionally without giving energy. You can love everybody completely unconditionally love them from afar. Exactly. Well, not even from afar. You can you can be in their face loving them unconditionally, whatever that looks like, without giving your energy. It's a weird thing to realize that there is a separation there. It, um, it, try toying around with it and you'll realize like that there really is a separation there and that we're naturally attuned to that when love is there, we give energy. So realizing that love can be there without you giving energy. But we want to. because right. we, love, so we love them without... Um, how do... It's weird. It's weird. You gotta, you gotta feel it out. Let me have a moment to hear how they want me to explain this. Um, so what they're saying is like, yes, love people and love them where they're at, by the way, because they're all a different part of the healing process, right? We're all healing. And so if people aren't showing up how you expect them to show up, like love them anyway. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying is like, you don't have to break that etheric field to take on the burden and feel as bad as they feel. Right. Exactly. Um, you don't have to go through the suffering process mm-hmm. repeatedly. If you've already learned that lesson. Now, if you're breaking your own boundaries Perhaps you haven't fully learned the lesson, right? And maybe that's why it's being broken. I know I have not learned my lessons about boundaries. It's a huge lesson for me. Huge. Well, that's also like Scorpios, like their their relationship, not to get into like Zodiacs and stuff, but like Go ahead. their He's relationship awesome. yeah, boundaries are really weird and it's uh, um, very much uh, environmental too. So like- Scorpios are very deep feelers, and so they crave deep connection, but also they they teeter between the extremes of that, of, like, severe disconnect and severe, like, codependency or, like, really, like, needing to be like this. So with that, that creates a lot of issues with boundaries. So knowing that that's, like, something that you're naturally gravitating towards can give yourself some compassion, too, because, like, it's not you that wants to feel that way. It's the vessel that you're in, the vessel that is a Scorpio female that it craves that, but also doesn't at the same time. So it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a struggle that will become a strength. Well, yes, yes. And yes. So I have like four or five houses in Scorpio. I'm very Scorpio, even though I'm a Libra and um, yeah, it's almost, it's almost crazy. No, no, I have a Scorpio rising and a Libra moon. So I feel like that's why I like, I, I, I see you. I see you. Yeah, I see you. And the, and I am a Sag rising. Uh, sign. Libra, Libra, no, Scorpio moon, Libra, regular, whatever. Rising. Okay. <laughs> Libra sun, Scorpio moon. moon. And Sag then, rising. Yes. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Kwame, you want to add to that? Kwame, Kwame, unmute yourself, sweet man. You know, that's what, yeah, and that's what I was sharing about the alignment as above, so below. And when we, right now, this solar system is in the galaxy that hasn't been in 26,000 years. Mm -hmm. What we're getting from the energy of our planetary alignment 
is new consciousness to the frequency. There, we I was born in Pisces. I have five planets in Pisces. But I know, too, that there's energies that happen when the planets align that will shift the consciousness or shift the frequency that which is going on in my body as an antenna. I think you said that. Mm -hmm. And being that we are all antennas and we pick up on frequencies. So what we're understanding is, is that when these alignments occur, if we're not interfering, you know, because this is what happens when you build these, these urban areas means that you are banned from the natural frequency by all this distortion. So we have to come back to how do we ground and reconnect to our mother and stop being the orphan from her. What's really interesting too is like people are already feeling pulled towards that. Like everybody's like tiny home, big yard, like let's build out of natural materials. Like there's a huge movement and urge in people to want to be outside and want to be connected. They can't explain. It. They're like, nah, yeah, hashtag like nature. Like it's like that kind of a movement people are seeing it as because that's what they can like digest. But it is like a, a global shift. And I've noticed it growing up. Like nobody wanted to be like as outdoorsy as they do now. It's cool to be outdoorsy now. Like, and, and that came with a shift. Like people didn't want, it was cool to be like, wearing brands and and going to parties and doing all that stuff but now it's more cool to like let's go to a waterfall like let's go to the old growth forest like let's go meditate like that's what people are like being pulled towards now i'm like what like everyone used to say this well we are gonna have a meditation party at my house i'm gonna or my my home office let me just tell you that so i have i'm gonna do at least one commercial okay so i'm gonna use and, the to do that <laughs> okay and what i'm gonna do so you run to the restroom when you come back and we'll let you and Kwame talk because I have to go down and get uh, Fagala mm -hmm. and Tinkerbell because they are begging me to come in. I they have contribution. Yeah, I know. And I told them energetically that I would make sure. So, um, okay. So uh, people, here's your, here's your, here's your instructions. Go potty, get your coffee, get your water, your smoothie, whatever it is. Come right back. Do not leave. We love you. We're grateful that you're here. Join us on the party. And uh, yeah, we're going to commercial. Amen. Hold on. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, self-sell care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, repairing broken families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, health and well-being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, success strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on relationships. Third Saturday, move around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. 
Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered with health looks like with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered with Health Looks Like with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99. your holistic life coach these days it's more important than ever to work on your physical mental emotional and spiritual health are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits when you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review three step protocols to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Miyako. <laughs> so cute. One more commercial. He's darling. Oh my God, he's gorgeous. Isn't he so cute? Look at him. He just melts. Like he literally. Hold on one side, guys. 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Can you hear that commercial or no? Okay. So I'm going to go get Figla um, and Tinkerbell. Um, as soon as that stops, start sharing. I'll be right back. Talk about our baby here. Oh, yeah, this is Rigby. Welcome back, y'all. I can't tell if the adding if that had ended or not. She's going to go grab her babies. This is my stepson, Rigby. Is your, your stepson? What's his name? Rigby. Rigby. Okay. So he's baby. Meet Tinkerbell and Fagala. Hello. No, you didn't. Um, so, uh, we just had a major drop, like, like can't sit down. So hold on. We, you know, someone, uh, released, <laughs> like ruined the chair released. <laughs> they got so excited. Oh, they, saw, no. they saw their, they saw their bestie. It's me. <laughs> well, looks like I need to re- I need, 
I'm going to have to put new material on the chair. Just yeah. grab a towel. Oh. Well, yes, for now, is a towel. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's um, time to get a new. So I refurbish these chairs anyway. So I'll just yeah. get cool fabric and put it on. I think that's what was her idea. She's like, exactly. Mama, it's just time to get a new chair. I'm telling you. Put on some cool new fabric. That fabric's old. Give it some new life. She's like, because oh, I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, I did um, refurbish these chairs in actually was 2000, 2010. So it is time to new new fabric. That's okay. That's easy to do. Yeah. So we have lots of comments since um, since I went downstairs and we did the commercial. Let's see what everybody's saying. Okay, uh, let's see. So uh, Teddy's saying, Dear Susan Essentials and Kit, I feel the shifts of this planet strongly. I am Aquarius. That is awesome. Um, uh, uh, Charles Key uh, says, Fear is essential for life preservation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Vieta, yes, yes. Having fear or worries about the two women suffering in my life and feeling their pain pushed me to let go of pain and replace it with trust and faith that they are in divine plan and order, right? Because everything creates change, right? Because if we're in pain, it pushes people into change. Yeah, that's why... Every this is the, the secret though of being a Scorpio, this is the magic sauce, right? We have an understanding of things though, where everything, no matter how bad it is or or good, it's all meant for us in some regard. There's always something meant for us. There's always a death or rebirth in every situation if we choose to, if we choose to see it that way. But you have to consciously choose. And, and Scorpios are the the phoenix, so. Rise from the ashes if you allow yourself to. Oh, I did not know that. Well, yeah, that so makes sense. The fire I, of the, the water. Ashes, I don't know, once in, uh, between 2013 and 2016 with that health journey, and with, then four times this year. No, right? I'm saying like Scorpio, it's it, that's gonna a lifelong journey for you. Death okay. and rebirth. Death no, and rebirth. No, 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 no. We need to stop that. No, no, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a strength. It's something that not a lot of people are naturally attuned to. It's like you are able to constantly redefine who you are, rebuild who you are. You're limitless and infinite. Okay, now that I'm fine with, but I got cancer, had to reverse it, failing kidneys, had to reverse yeah. it. Failing. But, but look, it gave you the ability to do it. I'm out of body parts to rebirth, okay? I know. Well, it means like a literal sense or or a, a philosophical, I don't know. I don't even I don't know if I pronounced that right. Philosophical, philosophical. yeah. <laughs> philosophical sense like or or your your thought processing or an emotion or a person or a lifestyle like it really can be applied anywhere you want to if you choose to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hey, a sense we have of a color. We have a caller. Um, Kwame, I see that you dropped off and called back in. I'm going to take this other caller real quick that's been waiting for a very long time and then bring you back. So it, the number is 312-849. Um, 
And give me one minute. I'll bring you on. And let me just see if I want to just see. She's, Teddy says, dear Kit, Rigby is a healer. Can I see Rigby? Yeah. Rigby. Connect with him. Rigby, come here. Let me go grab him. Thank you, Zelda. We love the animal guys too, right? Uh, Vieta says, hi, Rigby. She says, wow, what a way to start the day. Headed to the beach this morning. Oh, so jealous that you're headed to the beach. Hey, just bring me energetically with you, Zelda, so that, you know, um, I can, uh, you know, kind of be with you at the beach. So, um, okay, so we're waiting for Rigby, and I'm going to bring uh, 3-1-2-8-4-9 onto the call. Um, one second. And uh, Rigby's here. So hold on to your hold on to your thoughts. Three, one, two for a minute. Hi, Rigby. How are you? Oh, Rigby is a healer. Oh, yes. Oh, hi, Rigby. So Rigby is a family member of yours. Who is Rigby? Infinite Incredible Source. A paternal or maternal side. On your paternal side, great grandfather. That's your great grandfather. Do you get that? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And he loves you. Oh my God. Can Rigby come over today? <laughs> Maybe. I gotta ask Sebastian. This is my this is my partner's dog. Yeah, I know. So uh four four thirty. We'll see you then. So uh <laughs> that's when my last client leaves. So so we have three one two nine online. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi, Naima. Hi, Naima. How are you, lovey? Uh, fantastic. <laughs> yes, I'm loving this show. You know, I just wanted to uh, comment about the the phenomenon we were talking about. Uh, feeling other people's pain that you love, but because, because we're all energetically connected to everything, yeah. we're literally feeling everybody's emotions all the time, yes. even that are fake. So you can, you can be feeling emotions from a television show. And, and what happens when we're feeling these things, we're actually feeling the brain chemistry and the, the body changes that goes with it. So say if you're watching a really suspenseful show and somebody's in danger and they're running and all that, you're feeling the anxiety, which means you're going to go through all of the, the fight or flight kind of triggers and the brain and the adrenaline and cortisol. And this is really affecting your nervous system. So you can be in a state of stress
which is why things like pornography is addictive because oh like dopamine and endorphins and oxytocin so if you're watching somebody in the act you're feeling those feelings as well and so as someone who's not watched pornography, thank you for turning the light on. Okay. Cause yeah. like I always got that. Like, so my husband and I, we don't watch any um, bad, negative or horrific movies. We're very careful about what we let in. We have a hygiene protocol here in the house and honey, you can't stand on this hand. It's not strong enough. Um, we have a hygiene protocol. So when we, before we come home, we clear our energy before walking into the home. We make sure there's no entities, no attachments. Um, we, uh, clear our chakras and we bring in God's divine white light and, uh, St. Germain's violet flame. And we flood that. And I actually create a tornado of that to clear my entire body so that the only person who's walking into the house is me <laughs> right and andrew the only person that's walking into the house is andrew because we don't want to have a party unless we've already agreed to have a party right exactly. yeah and well one thing that god this is so crazy what what she was saying oh, but, but you both are talking hold oh, on apologies so, uh so kick go ahead so what were you saying Sorry, about that comment what she was saying it made something click for me because I was having this conversation with my boyfriend, um, social media algorithm, right? I noticed a long time ago, it's, an, well, obviously we know it's an algorithm. And I took that and I was like, okay, well, let me filter what I have in my algorithm and let me be selective about what is filtered into me. And so when you go through my suggested page, it's all nature, uh, science, history facts, like, Nothing pornographic, nothing like that. Here, and I get lots of parrots and horses and exactly. all types of animals. Exactly. And what she just made click for me is like, I, oh, I'm always talking to people about cycles and patterns and breaking patterns and cycles. And that's how you navigate and propel yourself forward, right? Doesn't that mean that then life itself, which this all makes sense, obviously, so I feel goofy saying it, but it's like, it's a literal life is an algorithm so filter out your algorithm so that the algorithm brings back things that are only positive loving happy healthy and that includes choose your algorithm of people choose your algorithm of environments and, and then it'll come back in that cycle of the algorithm's going to feed those things back to you so if you're in a sh if you're in a crummy environment and you're around crummy people the algorithm's going to because send back crummy people, crummy environments, just like how social media does. Just how, like, you know, you have, like, people who are like, oh, I don't know why all these, like, nudes are on my phone. But then you're like, okay, well, like, stop liking the nudes, you know? Like, <laughs> do you see what that says? Yes. Yes. So, so Naima, if you're not looking at the screen, Name if you're not looking at the screen. It says, Kit is my energetic daughter. See that? <laughs> so. Yes. And what you say is funny because the technology is mirroring the 
physical reality. Yep. Yes, and, and when you focus on something, you know, then the algorithm, you know, they show that, okay, this is what you're interested in, so you get more of those things. That's how it is in life. It's Law of attraction. I think Kid is biting at the bit here, Naima. Hold on. Hold on. Kid's no, biting. She, she was so right. And then it just made me realize at the core of all this, we're so, uh, we forget the most simple things. Buddha literally said, you know, our thoughts shape our words, our words shape our actions, our actions shape our reality. That's the freaking algorithm for life. <laughs> Which, yeah. So, you know, there's a friend of mine, Naima, hold on. So there's a friend of mine, hold on a second. There's a, a very good friend of mine who was calling himself names. And I said, not allowed. I said, cause if you call yourself name, first of all, you know, I talked about what that does to the water in your body, right? And how it changes your DNA. And then second of all, I said, when you get done calling yourself names, you're going to turn to the next person and do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are we training ourselves at, 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 at home base, right? At home base, whatever you practice at home, you're going to take out into the world. And that was actually, even though my dad was not necessarily, well, okay. Sorry about that, dad. Apparently I'm wrong. I was going to say, even though he wasn't as so spiritually enlightened, I'm here and he was highly spiritually enlightened. We just didn't have language for it. My dad trained me from day one, whatever you practice at home, you are going to do outside. So get good practices at home. That was number one. Number two, he said, surround yourself all the time with people that know more than you do so that you can be in a constant state of learning. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, wow. right. So, and the thing is, I have siblings that want to focus on the fact that he cheated on my mom, right? So he didn't actually just cheat on her. He married two women at the same time. Now, I could be angry about that. I know. Just give it to God. So here's the thing. He married my mom, who was his soulmate, okay? And then the second woman, God forbid this should ever happen to any of us, was his flipping twin flame. Do you ever want to come to earth and have to make that choice? Answer, no. I would. I mean, so all I have is gratitude for this man. I mean, he was amazing. He had to face so many things, learn how to grow up without a dad. I mean, let's focus on his, on his greatness. Okay, so he married two women. Okay, you know, do you want to come down and be with your soulmate and twin flame and have to make a choice around it? No. <laughs> right? Well, so lose the judgment. Right? Lose the judgment. Of, well, human. Makes me think of, Sylvia, that makes me think of uh, that case that uh, I think Michael Moore talked about in his film uh, with an insurance company. Uh, this guy, he had an accident and he had uh, damaged both of his fingers. And he said, well, based on your insurance, we can save one of your fingers, but we can't uh, save both of them. So you have to choose which fingers you're going to have amputated. 
That's a horrible thing, isn't it? You have to choose between which finger. You want both your fingers. So finger. How about that finger? No. <laughs> That's awful. That is so awful. You know, our board is lit up. Um, all, 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 all boards. We've got you know several, uh, several uh, platforms that we're on at the same time. Um, it's lit up. This is just so much fun. Thank you for helping me make that realization. I was like. And what was the realization again about the algorithm? Yeah, just like just another application of another analogy to make things simpler. I, I don't know. Like anytime I, I it makes it easier to explain these things to other people now, like having uh, things to explain it like that, like being like, it's like an algorithm, like people. Well, can and it really is. If algorithm is an easier way for people to get the law of attraction. God love it, right? Law of attraction, algorithm. You know, we have to be able to change our languaging mm -hmm. so that people can hear what they need to hear. Like there's no wrong way to explain and or share the concept of the law of attraction or a great example of this. So I've studied... Um, different and I so I know you study too the you know, human ecology yes. I have studied human behavior right I'm a human behaviorist yes. and I studied um organizational behavior in my undergrad or, or grad school um but when you look at that um god there was a point I was making and I got fagel on my knee I got distracted oh so they have all these different things like disc profile, um, you know, uh, I forget the different names of the different ways that they explain. But now they also have Enneagram and like some other opportunities to understand human behavior that are for this generation. They're just a new reiteration of what's already been done. But who cares? Exactly. Who cares? If exactly. this generation gets that, it resonates better with them and allows them to be more self-aware and be, and by being more self-aware, you're able to connect to the people around you. Let, let's bring it on. Yeah. I mean, like Buddha said, like, um, there's a, a story, not said, there's a story, um, where he's like, you have to lie sometimes, but not lie in a sense. Like there's right. Yeah, there's well, there's a story about um, a son, a very wealthy son who um, ran away from home and he fell into poverty really bad. And the father sent thousands of people out looking for him. No one could find him. He thought his son was lost. His son was just in poverty. His son wanders back years later after going through so much. And... Um, one of his like servants is like out in the town and he sees his son and he's like, your son is here. And he's like, go try and get him. Like, and the son at this point is, has been so corrupted by the world though. He's not trusting. He doesn't believe it. He doesn't, he's like, no. 
And so the dad lies and says, listen, I will hire you as a worker. How about that? I want you to be taken care of. I will hire you as a worker. If you won't accept that you're my son and you have access to all this money and, and abundance and happiness, then let me hire you. Let me give you a job so I can still take care of you. So the son gets hired by the father and eventually the father dies, but the son is given like all of, he becomes like head of the house by working his way up. And so when his father dies, he finds out, oh, I had a dad. I have all this abundance and it was here the whole time. And I just didn't know, but it was lied to him. He was deceived the whole time. He was lied to. That wasn't his dad. That was his, but it was so that he could be safe and cared for. And so what Buddha says with that is like lying out of compassion like that so that people can understand what you're saying, even though you're not saying the literal things, it's out of caring and so that they can slowly start to understand those things on their own at their own time. So that they're able to receive at the level that they're at. Exactly. Because sometimes people get traumatized, like the son, he was out in the world and got so corrupted that he didn't believe that his own father was trying to help him. Like he, he couldn't trust that. Right. And so because he couldn't trust that, he said, the father said, let me, let me, even though you can't trust me, let me still take care of you in the way that I can. And how many people, you know, have, that are listening, how many of you people have had trust issues, right? So, um, you know, you know, just give me a yes or a no if you've ever had a trust issue, right? Because haven't we all had trust issues where we, we get triggered by some experience that we may have had before in this lifetime or past lifetimes, and we don't even know why we are having trust issues, but we're having trust issues. Yeah. Right. So we have some callers. One is three, one, two, eight, three, three. Um, I'm going to bring you on, um, and we can, you can share, make a contribution or ask a question. So three, one, two, eight, three, three, you are live. So who are, are, who's calling? Shalom. Good. How are you? Is this Koofy? Is this Koofy James? Yes. Good morning. A grand rising. Oh, Minister Plump. Hi. Hello. And we got a big day coming up. Which we are celebrating. Uh, first of all, let me just say this here: uh, the world responds to need, greed, and curiosity. That's really about Wait, they respond to what? Need, need greed, and curiosity. Responds to need, greed, or curiosity. So thank God for the female solution. You all about the solution. So that means we need the female solution, and uh, in order to help to solve our problems. And thank God for you today and self care and self preservation is the first law of nature uh and in a natural way that we can use our best interest is god all the way and tma positive attitude for an example god is always positive and every human being no matter if who they are 
that they're born, uh, they're born a superstar, black, white, red, brown, and yellow. And on the female solution, they born a 23, like a baby Oprah Winfrey and a, and a, and a baby uh, Michael Jordan. And, and Michael Jackson in music. That's what we do. So we got a special tribute to Chicago, John Baptist Dusabo, uh, which is the founder of Discover on Father's Day coming up. And also, my beloved Godfather, Mayor Harold Lee Washington. So for more information, uh, brothers and sisters can uh, get in touch with me at 312 that's going to participate in the Hale Washington Foundation Peace Parade. Chicago needs peace. We, we, so we are pumping it up in peace, love, unity, marketing people. And we're going to be helping every nonprofit organization and every profit and everybody that helped us because uh, that's a, uh, a way of sharing because God cares about all of us. And we have to help stop the violence, the robbing, stealing, and the killing, and the looting, and the hijacking, and all of the negative things that's happening here in Chicago. So we're asking that Chicago not just meet us there, but meet us there at Washington Park Clearhouse this Sunday, June the uh, 18th, which is this Sunday. And we're going to be at 9 o'clock at Leakin' Sons Funeral Home. And it's going to be like the good guys against the bad guys. And the bad guys is going to lose. But they invited out there at 9 o'clock at 7838 South Cottage Road. All right. And and thank you. But we, you know, we have to do our commercials paid. And thank you. And we have to do our commercials paid. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So anyways, we got his commercial in. So if Kwame wants to come back up here, online uh and call i loved he sent me a text message earlier about trees talking to one another Ooh. and i'm here to tell you I yes they do you don't need the science on it i have i wish you know i'd like to do the show uh from downstairs one day where you can see the backyard um it's kind of hard to do because i need so many screens up to to manage but in the backyard it's clear who the master tree is, right? Oh, yeah. The father the tree. tree. The home tree. The home tree. Yeah. And and who, I mean, so when I got here, there were vines that were strangling all of our trees. And I was just led to work with him first um, and pull all those vines off his, off his trunk to give him the ability to breathe. Um, mm -hmm. When I have had energy attacks or, you know, issues. I remember uh, screaming out help and I felt all those trees from my, what you can look at outside my bedroom wall come to my uh, rescue. It was crazy. You, you know, know. Trees, trees can recognize they're young. They can, re they can recognize when other species of trees are in need and they'll send nutrients that's necessary, very specific um, nutrients that they might need or might not have. Um, there's a really interesting study. I forgot the name of the doctor, but you can look it up on TED, TED Talks. It's called Trees Talk. And um, this uh, scientist, she uh, created radioactive isotopes to track um, in different 
controlled and obviously not controlled um, tree settings. So like she had little saplings, some covered by some didn't have sunlight. Some did have sunlight. Some had different soil. Some didn't have some had really good nutrients, rich soil. And she tracked the radioactive isotopes to see what was transferred where, how, and the trees that didn't have. Yes, yes, it's it is amazing. It is it is what is crazy is that this is now fully out here that trees are sentient, plants are sentient, but people still can't um, they can't comprehend it. You could show them this video and have all the science behind it. And the problem is there's still a lot of people, though, where that can't it doesn't register in their brain because they don't they haven't expanded their their capacity to understand that another tree, an entity in their universe can be alive other than themselves. And it's not a selfish thing. It's like where we live in our universes. So like you're you're taught to think like that, but taking a moment to pause and go, holy crap like everything around me is actually like sentient and alive and aware. That's crazy. Trees have warning signals that they send out. They have the, they have memories that they download and that they send to their children so that they know how to survive in the winter months and everything. That's why we have a lot of reforesting issues because the problem is when they, when they take out the mother trees, the ones that carry that information of how to survive in the winter, how to survive pests, how to go through things, what what warning signals mean what that they transfer to their young. If you take out those mother trees, they can't do that. And so when they're trying to reforest, that's why you have those patches of like it's winter and like you still have like green trees when everything else is orange because they don't know. They were never taught because trees have to be taught because they are sentient beings. Like it all started, I feel like, when people started putting the, the electromagnetic um, – tracker on plants where you could get it uh like translated into sound and then you could hear the different like music and melodies and and fluctuations and patterns that plants are constantly putting out that we just ignore but yeah definitely well, i want to talk to you about that this is all coming full circle so you know my um you know my logo right here on the top right screen. Those are three ginkgo leaves. And ginkgo trees are the oldest living species of tree on the planet. And they're actually considered a living fossil. I had no idea. That's so cool. Wait. Mm -hmm. Now, hold on, hold on. So I um, have loved this tree since I was in the third grade when I was taught by my teacher, Miss Walshin, uh, how it was for good luck. Well, I don't know that it really was, but it was good luck for me. So I would take the leaves, throw them up to heaven and make wishes. Yeah. And of course, you know, I go through my health journey, uh, create my, my company. I choose the logo. The first logo was only one leaf, by the way. Of course, after COVID or during COVID, we created the three leaf logo because we want to be in community, right? Trinity too. The Trinity, everything I do is three. Like even when Andrew and I got married, 12, 12, 21, three, 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 right? And so what I want to share is that I found um, these two trees, ginkgo trees here in Georgia, big, huge ginkgo trees. And Andrew and I collected all the leaves and the, the fruit. And then we 
took the fruit apart and used just the seed and we grew about 150 new trees and we've been giving them away um, to people. And I thought at first we were going to sell them and we didn't. We just have been giving them to gifts because the now I get it. See, the 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 knowledge is in that seed. Kind of like right? in quartz. Yes, yes. And the knowledge is in like Lumerian quartz all day long. The knowledge is in that seed. And so I've been giving these trees to people all over Georgia, different parts of Georgia to help the reforestation, right? To help build the knowledge, to help yeah. reinsert that knowledge. Because this is a living fossil, oldest living species of tree on the planet. It's like a horseshoe crab. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a horseshoe crab is? No. It's a it's it's a it's another living fossil. It's it's um look it up really quick. You'll see what I'm saying. Okay. I'm on it. Horseshoe. Uh, we use their blood um to make a lot of medicine, so we hunt them a lot, which is sad and they we need to start protecting them more. We have been. There's been a lot of efforts and doing better, but they have this crazy blue blood and they're literally a living fossil. They're from I couldn't tell you what specific wow. the dinosaurs. I'm looking at it. Long, so that, long time ago. So I'm I'm pulling it up, people. So if you want to see this, um, first of all, let, before I do that, let me just say how trees talk together. TED Talk. Um, I did put the link in the thread, so it's on um, Facebook and YouTube. LinkedIn, I don't think it pops on there. Please watch it. It's 17 minutes. I just don't want to do it on the show today. Yeah. But I encourage you to do that. Okay. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the horseshoe crab. Um, this is crazy. Now, I don't know the research on this yet, but I can actually feel it. Um, uh, but it says, have been around. Okay. Yeah. For more than 300 million years. Make them um, making them even older than dinosaurs. That is like the ginkgo tree, mm -hmm. and they look like prehistoric crabs. We're actually more closely related to scorpions and spiders. Um, they have a hard uh, exoskeleton and ten legs, which it uses for walking along the sea floor. Um, what I want to know is why are we harvesting their blood? Where's that at? Yeah, I think it's, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're able to find it, but um, we, oh yeah, harvesting, over harvesting, habitat loss. Where am I going down or where? Uh, for conservation. Go down. Go down. Right there. There's That's conservation. Right. Threats to horseshoe crabs include habitat loss and over harvesting. Beach developments hinder horseshoe crab breeding. Really, that makes so. Let's click on the habitat loss. Can we see that online yet? Yep, we can. So, the habitat loss, um, let's see, climate change. Uh, I'd like to, you know, I'm going to close this one off and look up um, what we use horseshoe blood for because I'm pretty sure it's vaccines, but I could be wrong. So, um interesting this makes sense to me so what they're saying and i'll show this in a minute because i want to find a longer uh thing so their unique copper-based blue blood 
contains a substance substance called uh, limulus um, amebocyte lysate. Probably did not pronounce that very well. Um, but basically, you know, copper is a very important element to us protecting our own energy. You know, I don't know if people understand that, how powerful copper is. Why do you think they survived for so long? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm looking for more information, but I, I think we should. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I think we should all research these um, horseshoe crabs and get a better idea. That's and you're amazing. right about the biomedical labs are bleeding more horseshoe crabs with little accountability. <gasps> oh, my God. I can't show this. I got to take no. it off. I know, I know exactly what you're already thinking. Oh my God. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Clear it's, that from my field. It's horrible. Like people have been farming horseshoe crabs for a really long time. I did a project about it in like middle school, but it's sad, but they, um, you guys, really I, mm, hold on a second. No, you're okay. I'm being told to show it. Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad, but it's like, it's just, well, the reason we have to sad. show it. It's people, you need to understand what we've been doing to pigs and cows. Oh, We're also doing to sea life. I'm only going to show this for a moment, but you all need to see we are predators. The human race, we are predators. And we need to shift that and coexist and collaborate. And this is awful. How is that life? And how is that okay? It's horrible. This is not okay. I know. What's even crazier, too, is, like, that's not even, like, their full body. Like, that is, like, their heads, like. This is not okay. We are not kind. You don't want to look up how pig pig farms look in, like, China. It looks like prisons. Just giant, giant buildings of cement with little barred windows. Thousands of little barred windows on top of one another. That's what the pigs live in. That's, well, what we and that's food, why right? I teach about food as medicine, because people, let me explain something to you. First of all, the stuff that's coming out of those crabs has a ton of cortisol in it. So it's not as healing as they may want it to be. Okay. So how you treat people and how you treat animals will drive whether or not cortisol is being created in that physical body. Even in the plant body, by the way, because the plant has its own version of cortisol. It's a different name. Yes. Okay. I don't remember the name. But here's the thing. If you're eating an animal that has been mistreated, so that's your conventional food, okay? Mm. You are consuming cortisol, which negatively not only impacts that animal, but negatively impacts you as you consume it. You have to, it gets deposited into your body and you have to process it almost process their pain if you will yeah process their pain no wonder like when you when you're eating like that a lot you have a lot of anxiety like a lot of anxiety imagine how anxious those animals entire lives were so vieta and zelda from the high learning tv network show want to know what that photo was that was horseshoe crab harvesting yeah and it's been happening for very long time ever since massachusetts bay became a thing like a long time ago you don't want to piss me off <laughs> that's the scorpio that's the phoenix yeah you really don't want to piss me off 
I, I, I really have a thing and I'm going to talk about the trees going back to the trees now too. If you don't think that those trees are suffering when we cut them down, they, 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 it's been proven that they, they release, cry. they cry, they release warning. They, and they do that when you, plants get excited when you come home, they get sad when you're sad. They can tell when you're going to hurt them or yourself and they get sad for you and they send out warning signals. Like don't hurt yourself. Like they care. And then we're just like, let's just chop you down. Like, with no honor for them and no appreciation for them. Like there's a balance. I mean, instead of talking, I mean, go get some old wood and make something else people. Yeah. Recycle. Recycle as best as you can. Now I I'm not saying that trees aren't here to serve us. Okay. And we're, we're here, here to, to serve them. them. Yeah. We're here to serve them too. And so we have to be mindful. You can't be lazy. Yeah. So what? Let's talk about these communities that chop down all the trees and build houses and then plant some little trees. No, stop doing that too. Like people, like do what you can. The thing is, control the controllables, right? Like, if you, if you can get wood, if you can't, and you have to cut down a tree, use every bit of that tree. Use every bit of that tree, appreciate that tree, and grow a new tree in its place. Like, but that's the hard thing to do, you know, making sure that we're picking up after ourselves and we're maintaining harmony. That's hard. It's a lot easier to just do what we want when we want to. But well, I that's mean, not like, gonna call to create 150 more trees and then give them out to people yes. to plant in Dallas, Georgia, to plant in Atlanta, Georgia to plant in Norcross. I mean, so I have people, the, um, I've had a lot of workmen coming here to the house and every person who, uh, does work at my house leaves with one or two ginkgos. That's what I used to do with, um, elephant ears. I used to propagate elephant ears. And anytime I had friends over a new person over, I'd be like, here, a little baby. But my, my, my idea with it was, is like, I didn't realize it until after two, kind of like what you said, Elephant ears are very representative of love. And what was crazy is I didn't realize that. And every time I give it to somebody, I'd say, there's a rule, though. Every day you have to tell it something nice. And my thinking with that, though, was like, if you can take care of this plant and tell it something nice every day, you can start doing that for yourself, too. Because also the plant returns that energy. Oh, oh I'm like looking for Fagel. I didn't know where she is. I wish I could show you. She's like perching on top of one of the uh... the monitors. <laughs> I'm like, where does she go? I hear her. What a California cutie. She's so silly. I love her. She makes me laugh. She makes me smile. She brings me joy. Um, all right. So let's take, we only have a couple minutes, but why don't we take this last caller? Um, let's see. Eight, uh, 312768. Uh, we're going to bring you on uh, just for a couple minutes. And uh, um Let's do that, right? And who's, oh, that's uh, Naima's. We got to close that mic off. Okay, so now, 312-768. I can hear you. Who's calling? You can? I can. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I I know I've been waiting for about an hour, but I tell you. (laughs) Thank you for waiting. Conversation is so good and so new and so refreshing. I, I I just I, I had no time to, to, to feel anything negative. I'm so impressed with this and this ginkgo. I, I'm looking at Google uh, too. I, I never 
Yes. it'll work us you know what i do when i go to church so hear this so oh thank you um yeah who is yeah who's from where's what's your first name and where you calling from again chicago and joy joy i love you joy you're amazing yeah i love you thank you for calling in and thank you for waiting i'm very grateful so I want to. Um, I'm sharing in the thread. If you um, if you go to the show on YouTube or Facebook, I'm sharing the thread about why I chose the ginkgo leaf for my logo. And if you go to that blog, in the blog, there's another link. And I'm just going to show you guys real quick. Hold on here, because it's pretty cool. Um, let me just do this. Present. Share screen. Um, Okay, so here's me, younger version of myself a few years uh, back, talked about Helen Park. But when you go down there at the very end, there's this, the full article where I is, is here about Peter Crane, who talks about the history of ginkgos on earth. And actually, I'll put both those links in the thread because it's really just so cool. Um, and here we go. So... So you can go to the article or my blog, or you can just go straight to this Yale article um, by Peter Crane. Um, you know, it just occurs to me that, you know, some of us, we all have our mission. So, um, oh, she has something she needs to say. We all have our mission on earth. Mine is to be a steward of the planet and to teach people how to be a steward of their own bodies, right? As well as the planet. Yeah. Um, so come here. So Fagla has something she needs to share. Come on up here. Um, what is it that you want to share with everybody? I hear you. So what she's saying is, is she when we first started doing the show, her message is always start with heart. 
But she really wants people to really get that. And they're saying, she goes, you know, be the love that you want to receive in the world. Is that right? Okay. Be the love that you want to see in the world. world. And she says, in order for you to be the love that you want to see in the world, you have to open up your own heart first so that you can um, receive. And when you're able to receive love, hold on, I'm just going to close off that mic. When you're able to receive love, that's what makes it easier to give love. So we have to be have our heart open. And then she warns, which I understand, but you also have to judiciously open your heart for those you, you know, she's saying be mindful she says be mindful because your heart will get hurt Mm -hmm. right she goes but there'll be growth in that and learning she goes but don't let that pain stop you from sharing more love and in and and helping people walk the path of 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 pure love love and light is at love yeah and is that cover everything or do you have something more something more okay hold on so what else do you want to say and she goes and with that she goes let me tell you how much i love kit i literally, i was like i feel like she just said i love you and i was like uh-huh uh, well you're an animal communicator you get it so that's hilarious uh anything she goes no that's all that's all folks she said <laughs> so um i always like to start the show and end the show with gratitude. You guys, I mean, really, the the all all boards are lit up. And I really just want to thank you all for showing up. If I didn't get to bring you on the show today, uh, please send me a grace card. We'll have Kit here again. And, you know, and plus we have other great healers that are coming on. Uh, Nikki Nickerson uh, is coming on next week. I'll publish that show today. Um you know, she'll talk about your aura and how you can see your own aura and understand the power uh, and which chakras are doing really great and which ones we can, you know, spend a little bit more time with developing, right? Anything you want to add, Kit, and and how people can get in touch with you? Because you're, 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 you're an amazing healer. How can people get in touch with you? Um, well, right now, I... Um... I have my Maybe. Facebook that I that you helped me urge me to create, um, the River of Consciousness. If you would like to reach out through that, um, and then I also, um, eh, I'm building myself slowly right now. So right now we have that River of Consciousness. Okay, exactly. So what I'm doing is I'm looking that up on Facebook. So do you have that link by chance? Yeah, let me shoot. Let me look it up. Um, yeah, because I'm not doing real good at finding that. Um, so I <laughs> I literally just made it and now I'm like forgetting the password. Um, but you don't actually need the so I'm looking at River of Consciousness and it says your event, unfortunately, because I did do that of consciousness, it says. Then there was a podcast, but not mine. Um, and then I'll just put Kit. Here we go. Let's Thank see. you. I'm sorry. I, I, I think you better the next time. 
Um, oh, I think I found you. Okay, I got you. Here we go. So I'm going to share this. Um, yeah, no, this is not it. Is it? Is it? What is oh, the background? No, it is. It says it's Charlotte. Okay, in Psychic. Okay, that is you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to show everybody what you're looking for. So um, thank you, Jody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my pleasure. So this is that cool page. Well, I, yeah, I'll be honest. I definitely grabbed those images off of Google for now, but I'll get, I'll get my original photos on there. But yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it encompassed the idea. <laughs> I love it. So follow Kit, right? Um, that's her link to her page, River of Consciousness. She's uh, an astrologer and a psychic. Um, and, you know, she studies human ecology. So she acts and she accesses co uh, consciousness on a level, uh, actually on my level, quite frankly, which is really cool. <laughs> I, I, you you hype me up too much. <laughs> Not really. Not really. I appreciate, I, I appreciate it. It makes me feel makes me feel like I can, I can do a lot more than I allow myself. Well, we all need to expand, right? Exactly. So without further ado, I am, uh, I am, uh, ending, uh, the, uh, pod bean right now. Um, say goodbye to everybody on blog talk and thank you so much for being here and being a great contribution. And, um, we're uh, going to end this show. Um, just get that banner going. But, you know, join us next week. Same time, same bat station, right? And uh, we will make, make uh, you know, create some um, new...